Welcome to the Blind Android Users Channel. This is your source for everything Android tutorials and demos, all from a blindness perspective. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel for more content like this. Hello and welcome to episode 81 of the Blind Android Users Podcast. I'm Ed Green and I'm joined today by my co-hosts Warren Carr and Austin Pinto. And we are coming to you on Saturday, the 25th of June, 2022. On the show this week, we have our usual announcements brought to us by Austin. Um, we're going to look at the next category of settings in the settings app. And this week, it's all about those display settings. We'll then have an app of the week from Warren, and that is the OnePlace app, which is all about Christian teaching. And we close, as usual, with Warren's highlights from TalkBack. Austin, how are you? I'm good. A lot of things have been happening lately. We are getting some rain at last. So two days of nice rains are forecasted and are ongoing as we record. Also, there's a big political playground going on in our full government is shaking so anytime anything can happen oh sounds exciting yeah sounds exciting warren what's going on on the west coast of the u.s we are finally getting summer weather here and believe it or not i I think today we're going to be up to like 88 or 89 degrees something we haven't uh, since ever since uh, this year started, and so um, it's kind of exciting to see that uh, we're finally getting that summer weather. But other than that, you know, things are going on well with us. And um, yesterday, I went to a hardware store, you know, Ace Hardware, and we kind of uh, looked at those uh, Blackstone. Uh, you know, grills, um, really nice for a blind kid. And I was so excited about it. So we got one. Um, I wanted to get the other one that was uh, a higher price. And the wife said no. Uh, but basically, they're the same thing. The only difference with these things is the fact that um, the higher one has like a, a cabinet and, uh, you know, a little shelf and, and, um, an air fryer. We already have an air fryer, but so that's the only defense. And but it was a good thing. So it's going to be brought home here tomorrow, and I'm looking forward to cooking on it. Uh, here's the blind kid, and I really like that uh, grill. It's just one of those that you don't have the mess and all of that. So it makes it possible for a blind person to uh, go out there and grill. So I'm looking forward to that grill. Is that a barbecue outside grill or like an inside George Foreman type thing? No, it's an outside um, grill. It's a it's okay. a big one, yeah, and it's absolutely beautiful. It's from uh, you know this company called Blackstone. Um, you know, you go to restaurants; they use those um, in in doing a lot of their cooking. So I'm glad we got that. Cool. Sounds good. Yeah. Let's go to Warren's house and eat some nice chicken. I hate chicken. I don't like chicken anyway. So, <laughs> yeah, I like wings and thighs. I'm not, oh, I'm not no, I love, I love wings. I could never have yeah. enough of those, but, um, no, know, I, I, I'm like you. I love wings, <laughs> but hate chicken. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. I know it sounds I'm stupid, saying. but uh, no, chicken, please. No, not my food. <laughs> boring, boring, boring chicken. Yeah. yeah. Lamb, steak, much better. Yeah. <laughs> Austin, what's going on? So for the announcements, we have got some announcements. The people at SuperSense are running a sale. So those of you who are subscribed to them have received a code. And also another announcement is GARG opened for non-US users of Android. So Warren, can you tell us more about the sale and about GARG? So basically what's going on is that SuperSense has this uh, 50% off lifetime subscription. I, I think that thing is $99, so, so about 100 bucks. So in other words, if you do a lifetime subscription, then you have 50% off. So basically you're going to be getting that thing for about you know $50 or $50 to be precise. But or else if you want the annual subscription, that one is 40% off. And that is on now until August uh, 1st. That's when the sales would end August 1st of this year. As for GARG, uh, Google Accessibility Research Group, uh, basically, if you sign up for that, you could get invited by Google to participate in some research that they are doing, be it Google Docs, be it Google Calendar, or whatever, uh, Google Apps and things like that. So it's a, a good thing that has been opened up to people that are not within the U.S. or within Canada. So. If you've been wanting to be uh, a participant in one of these things, I guess this is now the time to kind of jump on it. And we'll include that link in our show notes so that people will have the ability to join those um, programs. And on the uh, Google Accessibility Research Group, Warren, is that the TalkBack Trusted Tester Program or is that something else? Uh, no, it's not the uh, Trusted Testers program. That one is only available to those within the uh, U.S. and Canada. I don't know what GARC would include, but my thinking probably it may include TalkBack. I'm not sure on that front, but um, I think the best thing would be for one to join the program and see what comes down the pipe. Just on the TalkMac Trusted Testers program, how, how, if you are a US and Canada regis, um, resident and you're not on that, how would you go about joining it? Uh, it's the same page that where the GARC is. It has both. So you join it through that, um, that page. Thanks. Thank you. And now we turn to um, Android Basics and we continue our perambulation through the Settings app. Uh, and this week, it's all about display. Now, you might think, why do I really need to worry about display, especially if you are a totally blind talkback user? But there are definitely some settings in here uh, that you will want to be cognizant of and might want to change. Warren, do you want to kick us off with this one? It's interesting you mentioned, <laughs> mentioned the fact about, you know, one may say, hey, you know, I'm blind. Why do I really need a display? But in reality, though, you know, the display is everything that the phone is. Without that display, no one can use that phone, right? The reason why people are able to use that phone is because of the display. And whether we're blind or not, uh, a lot of things actually depend on that display. 
you know, that reminds me of a story that I want to tell. I think it was back in 2004, and I was in Jacksonville, or was it in 2005? I was there in Jacksonville during an ACB convention. And so we had people from Sprint that came and were talking about fun. You know, back in those days, you know, we're looking for accessible phones. It wasn't a common place if you're not using a Nokia phone running, you know, talks and all of that. But then uh, Sprint was showing this phone. And then there came another one from the Code Factory guys. It was from Spain, I remember. But it was a phone without any display. I felt the phone and I was saying to myself, what if something happens and, uh, you know, the speech is not going on, how am I going to be able to have someone help me with this? And so I'm glad that phone didn't take hold. Uh, Ed, do you remember what that phone was? I'm trying to remember the name of it. Was it Capital? I don't remember the name of the phone, but. No, and I know the one you mean. I can't remember it either. But exactly. yeah, I do, I do know the one you mean. Yeah, and it, it it just never took off. And of course, we need the display. And if you go into the display, whether you are blind or not, there are certain things here you can turn on. Uh, maybe if you don't want your phone to be using the 120 hertz, for example, uh, you could turn that feature off and you could also turn on certain things off uh, to... Uh, improve your battery life and things like that. So display for us as blind people is not a useless um, thing. What do you guys have or what do you guys think about displays? Are they necessary for us or they're not necessary for us? I think I think you need them uh, for a couple of reasons. One, in case something goes wrong with the phone. Um, and you need to be able to help someone fix it. If you somehow disabled your display and then something's crashed and you can't uh, recover it to restore your display, then that's a problem. Uh, other, other, other things as well. I know at, at one point um, the Kindle app wouldn't work on devices it didn't think uh, uh had uh, weren't displays. So I know one of the note-taker manufacturers had an issue with that. I think they fixed it eventually. But uh, some apps will require uh, a display or at least think they do in order to work. So yeah, I, I think I think you do need a display and I think it's, uh, I, I think it's good. Whether there should be some sort of hardware way to disable it, although no one's going to do that, obviously, because most people by the phone won't, won't want to disable their displays. Uh, that might be one thing, but uh, yeah, d d disabling the display entirely, I think, is a is a, 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 a difficult thing to want to do if that's going to be permanent and won't, for instance, um, uh, cease to persist after a restart if you get yourself into difficulty. It's interesting you mentioned the Kindle app thing because in reality, uh, so that's my argument. You know, when one uses the Kindle, you are looking at the book. And so the app is even clever enough, intelligent enough to realize that, hey, you know, you don't have a display on here. I'm not going to be able to work because when I am working, you ought to be looking at me. And so if you're having a device that doesn't have a display, I'm not intended for use with a device without a display. So in reality, it's a very good thing that we have displays. So whether we are blind or not, we need that. And also, you can go in here 
and change as to how long it takes your screen uh, to time off. Because by default, what? Is it like one minute or 30 seconds? And that, especially if you're just a learner or someone who's just uh, starting with your phone, the time it takes it to uh, shut off the screen may not even allow you to do anything that you really want to get done. And so the first thing in here, after setting up the phone, I think is to go in here and change that uh, sleep time or that uh, shutting off of the screen from that 30-second default to something that is more manageable. I think for mine, even me, who is used to uh, my screen and all of that, I actually set mine to five minutes. In that way, I can turn off the screen when I wanted it to, rather than having it turning off on me or timing out on me uh, within 30 seconds. So it's important that we know how to go about these things. And there are certain things in here like adaptive brightness. If you want to set your brightness down to 0% or something of that sort, you want to go in and turn off that adaptive brightness and just manually pull down your brightness down to 0%. That will help you with your battery management if you have a phone that's running out of battery quickly. And so we have a lot of usage uh, for the display where we could take advantage of it in helping us with our battery and other things as well, you know, animations. And we should not forget about some of our brethren, most especially those who can see a little bit and can use uh, the screen magnification and all of that. In here, you could change things like fonts. You could change things like the color and all of that. So in our blind world, the screen is still a very useful tool to us. It's not something we could discount with the wave of a hand. I think the other the other couple of settings worthy of a mention in display is it's one way to get to the uh, uh, rotation screen lock. So if you either do or don't want your screen to flit between portraits and landscape, then uh, you'll find that control in display as well. And obviously you can get to it other ways, but um, uh, that's one way. Uh, I personally lock my phone in, uh, in, in portrait. Not all apps respect it. Uh, Zoom doesn't. Um, but uh, uh, I, I, it's very annoying when an app doesn't respect it. It is very you. annoying, yes. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's important. It uh, that's another thing that I do first after setting up my phone or getting to the uh, home screen is to make sure I turn off that screen rotation. If there's an annoying thing, is that <laughs> screen rotation? I don't need it. Uh, of course, I know why some people may like it, especially people sighted people watching videos and want to watch things in that landscape mode. Yeah, that makes sense. And of course, if you want to take a video or shoot videos or want to take a picture of uh, people, um, you know, a uh, large group, of course, you want to flip your phone into that landscape mode. But other than that, frankly, I don't see the need for me as a blind person or as an individual for having my screen rotating on me at will. You know, I, I don't want that happening. It becomes annoying. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and and so that's so that's in display. The other, the other thing that's in display as well is the display refresh rate, uh, which you might want to look at because uh, it can have a battery impact. So a lot of the phones say that they might have uh, 90 or 120 hertz refresh rates. If it's a 120 phone, it probably isn't set to it by default. 
you probably have to go and change it. Um, it may be set on 60. Now, uh, you might not want to change it because it's a it's a massive uh, uh, increaser of battery. So, you know, again, if you are finding that your battery is draining more quickly, go and see if your refresh rate is set to its lowest. Very important. And of course, you know, if the reason why we like these things is because, uh, you know, like I said, you know, these things are made for the sighted world. Uh, we're always an afterthought. I'm sorry to say that, but the whole idea is that you want to see this beautiful looking screen with all that animation and all that. And so the higher the refresh rate, the better those things look. But if I'm not going to be using those things or not looking at those pretty babies on there or whatever the case may be, I probably want to leave mine at 60 hertz and that's good enough. And of course, it kind of helps with not chewing up your battery as well. So if you're not going to be uh, watching things that you want to take advantage of that refresh rate, um, I, I leave mine off. Even on my Pixel 6 Pro, that thing is turned off. The best way to save battery on display is to turn it off using TalkBack. The high display feature of TalkBack that is the best battery saver. We'll cover it in detail when we cover accessibility. Uh, you're talking about a good old uh, dimming of the screen. Yes, uh, that's yeah, another good one. Yeah. That's another good one. Especially when we get to uh, the accessibility where one could even make things even better still with uh, the talkback uh, dimming of the screen. That's right. And that's it for display settings. And now it's the app of the week section where Warren is going to demonstrate the One Place Christian app, which is a place to find all sorts of Christian teaching. Hi. This is demonstrating One Place, or an E-P-L-A-C-E. One Place is an app meant for everything Christianity. In other words, this is supposed to be a central place where every Christian teaching, be it a sermon, Bible teaching, or whatever it is, podcasts, you name it, you'll find them here on One Place. Therefore, the app is supposed to be that central place where you can find every teaching that has to do with Christianity. Now, it's not necessarily true that every teaching is found here because some prefer to have it on their own apps or their own websites. But one place has majority, a lot of the teachers that you find. Now, I'm not sure if this is only here in North America, especially here in the States, but I know that all the teachers that I know here in the States are found here in this app called OnePlace. For today's demonstration, I am using my Pixel 6 Pro, running Android 13 Beta 3.2 and TalkBack 13.0. For speech services, I am using the Google Speech Services. I am on my home screen now and will navigate my way to the icon for OnePlace and will take you through the tour of the app and show you what it has and what it doesn't have. I'll now navigate my way to the icon. One place. There it is, one place. I'll tap here to activate. One place. Loading three period. 
I am told it is loading. Pastor Robert Morris, Vertical Line, Pastor Robert Morris Ministries. Should women be pastors in the church? Part 2, James Caddis, Vertical Line, Light on the Hill. Dying for Change, Part 1, Chip Ingram. So what happens is that when you launch one place, is that there's a slideshow near the top of the screen and it moves from one topic to another across the top part of the screen. And then below that, then you'll have a lot of items here. Page 8 of 39. Should women be pastors in the church? Part 2, James Move my finger down. Walking in the Spirit, Jack Graham, PowerPoint, 298. Page, The Great Question, Are You the One? Tim Keller, Gospel in Life, 3 of 98. So, um, like I said, near the top, you have that moving slide page show. Of 39. And it says page X of 39. And page once it reaches page 39, then it starts all over again from page 1. Page 14 of 39. Now, at the bottom of the screen, from the right, we've got more options, button, out of more list. options, page and to the left of that, there's a search button. Search button. Page 17 of 39. And then to the very bottom left corner, we have navigate up button. Navigate up. And tapping page on that will simply navigate you to home. Now, let's start, though, with the more options, page as that is probably where you want to check to see how things are. There's not much in the way of settings or anything of that, but let's go ahead and tap on the more options near the bottom right and see what we have. Page 23 of more options button. Pop-up window, rate on place in list. Tapping on more options, the first item that we hear is to rate one place on the Play Store. Below that we have Salem App Store. The Salem App Store. Settings. We got settings. And that's all that we have. Let's go ahead, though, and tap on the settings. Settings. Home place. More options. Button. Out of list. Tapping on settings, we hear more options. And that's the very button at the bottom right corner. However, I want to put my finger near the top of the screen so we see what the settings has. Starting from the top, we've got... Support. We have support. Below that, we have... Terms of service. Terms of service. Contact on place. Contact one place. Rate app. Rate the app. Account actions. We hear account actions. Privacy options. Privacy options. Login. And? Version 6.2.2b 6,020,002. And the version. And that's all we have in the way of settings. The next thing to do is either to tap on the navigate to top at the very bottom left or go back or tap on more options at the bottom right as well. I'll just go back. Now I'm back to the main UI. Page 25 of 39. Next thing I want to do is Page to tap on the search. And that's the second item from the bottom right. Page 29 of 39. That's the next button going from right to left. Page After more options, we have the search. So I'll now tap on search. Page 33 of 39. 
Search button. Space. Edit box. Editing. I do want to apologize because I can hear my dog barking out there in the yard. Now I am in the search Page field and I'm going to search for one of my favorite teachers. I'm going to Page 10 find of that assistant voice typing and let it rip. Assistant voice typing. Page 20. Listening. Page John of 39. MacArthur. Page 20. Search. Page 26 of 39. Voice type keyboard hidden. Search executed. Search button. There we go. I'm done with my search. And now I'll put my finger near the top of the screen. And here's what we got. Putting my finger down near the very top of the screen, we hear... Topics. Topics. And below that, if there are any topics that have to do with John MacArthur, it'll be listed directly below that topic. And if I move my finger down, no related topics button, no related topic because there's no such a topic called John MacArthur. The next item will be shows. Shows. And below the shows, grace to you, John MacArthur in list. We have grace to you, John MacArthur. You can tap here and you will see all the the shows or the podcast episodes from John MacArthur. And if you don't want to do that, then you keep moving your finger downward or swiping from left to right if you're a swiper. Episodes out of list. And then there's episodes and below that you'll have. Is John MacArthur wrong? Find $20,000 for Church Assembly, Generations Radio, in list. Move my finger down. A Nation Under God, 2, Family Talk Weekends. Move my finger down. Pro-lifer Randall Terry is on a bus tour against Joe Biden. Pray in Jesus' name news. Down. A nation abandoned by God, I, family... So there are the things that are found under here, or if I go back and tap on um, under shows where it says, uh, Grace to you, for example. Grace to you, John McCarthy. Tap there. Latest episode, button, out of list. And the first thing that we highlighted here at the very top right corner is an icon that says, Latest episodes. If I tap on this, it will start to play. This is what I'm talking about. Allow own place to allowing it to uh, access my files. Allow button. I say allow. Own place. Now at the bottom we have some buttons. There are two rows. At the very bottom right we have more options button. That more options. Search button. Search. Navigate up button. And navigate up. Now, there at the bottom, on the right hand, just above that area, we have the fast forward. And then to the left of that, we have the pause, pause. which can be toggled to the play when you tap on it. That becomes fast play button. Play. And now below that, we have another row, and that has things like share, share, button. share, and on the right corner, Add to playlist. Button. We have add to playlist. Now, here's what happens. If I tap on add to playlist, for example, this is the screen that we get. Sign in or create a new account to access episode archives. Make your own playlist and follow your favorite shows. It's fast, easy, and 100% free. We will use your account information to personalize your experience in the app. You will also get additional content from own place and ministries you follow. And then below that, 
email, edit box. You could put in your email address that you've signed up with. Password, password, your edit password. box. password. Sign up for our newsletter. Or sign up for our newsletter. Login button. Or login. Now, if you don't have an email address and you want to create a new one or sign in with one of those giant companies like Google or Facebook, then we have some two buttons here. We've got Google sign in button, button, Google sign in. You could sign in with Google. Detected icon, Facebook button or Facebook. New user sign up or you could tap on new user sign up. So in other words, in order to be able to add things to your playlist or mark them as your favorites, you will need to be able to sign in first before you could do that. And in reality, that's it about one place. You could search for names, search for topics or whatever, and be able to play it. Because for example, now that I'm under grace to you, if I scroll down and try to tap on something else, the Cardiology of Worldliness Number 2, John MacArthur, Vertical Line, here. Grace. It's not going to let me play that other one or something from the archives because the one that I was able to play was something that was for today's date that I'm recording this. But if I want to play anything other than what is being featured today, I can't play that without signing in. And that's why it says... Sign in or create a new account to access episode archives, make your own playlist and follow your favorite shows. That same thing, taking me back to that place where I could either log in or sign up for an account to be able to access those archives. And that's it for One Place, O-N-E-P-L-A-C-E. Thank you, Warren. And we close this week with highlights from TalkMac. We continue now with our theme of highlights from TalkBack. This is installment 41. In our last installment, installment 40, I discussed the double tapping with three fingers to copy. And this has to do with either whether you're editing or you're on a website and you find a block of text that you would like to copy. Once you engage that block of text, Simply double tap with three fingers and it'll copy that to your clipboard. As we continue today though, we'll be looking at a different gesture and for today's demonstration, I am again using my Pixel 6 Pro with Android 13 Beta 3.2 and TalkBack 13.0. For speech services, I am utilizing the Google Speech Services. I must say, however, that for a little over a month now, I've been using the Google Speech Services, and I must say that I'm actually liking it. So today's demonstration, I'll be using my Google Speech Services. I am on the home screen and will now activate the TalkBack menu by tapping with three fingers to activate that TalkBack menu, and then we'll proceed from there. TalkBack menu. Actions in list. Here we are in the TalkBack menu, and if this is your first time, what you're looking for here is an item that says TalkBack Settings, and it's toward the bottom of the screen. I'll put my finger down and tap on TalkBack Settings. TalkBack Settings. Here is TalkBack Settings, and we want to tap here. TalkBack Settings. Navigate up, button, out of list. 
We are now in the talkback settings. And again, this time though, we want to put two fingers in the middle of the phone, gliding them upwards, which in turn scrolls down the page. I'll put two fingers in the middle of the phone and then glide my fingers upward to scroll down the page. Showing item 7 to 18 of 18. The next item that I'm looking for here is an item that says customize gestures. So in other words, you're looking for an item that says customize gestures. I'll put my finger down and tap on customize gestures. Customize gestures. Here is customize gestures. I'll tap here to activate. Customize gestures out of list. I am now on the customization page for the gestures. This is the time that we will now switch our granularities to the headings granularity. In other words, whether you're in a word mode or character mode, lines mode or paragraph mode, we need to switch our granularity, that is the mode with which we're using our talkback, to the headings granularity. There are one of three methods of doing so. The first one, which I always prefer, is that up and down movement with one finger in one fluid movement to change my granularity. Or you could decide to swipe down with three fingers from the top or from the left to right or from right to left with three fingers. And that also would change your granularities. I believe that I already have mine set to headings. And once you have it set to the headings granularity, the next thing we want to do is simply swipe down with one finger at a time until we hear it say three fingers heading. I'll now swipe down till I get to the three finger heading gesture. Here we go. One finger heading in list. Here's one finger. I'll swipe down again. One finger back and forth heading. Swipe down. One finger angle, heading. Showing item 7 to 17 of 51. Swipe down. Two fingers, heading. Showing item 17 to 26 of 51. And now swipe down one more time to reach three finger heading. Three fingers, heading. Showing items 26 to 36 of 51. We are now on the three fingers heading that is the three finger tab heading. And if you remember the other things that we had discussed under this heading, just as a refresher, these are the ones that we've so far discussed. We've discussed. Tap with three fingers, open talk back menu. Then we had. Tap and hold with three fingers, screen search. And the last one we did in installment 40 alongside with episode 80 is. Double tap with three fingers, copy. That's the one about copying. The one I'm talking about today, however, has to do with the cutting. And this is what I'm talking about. Double tap and hold with three fingers, cut. Here it is. Double tap and hold with three fingers to cut. So in other words, it's almost similar to what we saw last week, and that would be double tapping with three fingers to copy, but instead of simply double tapping with three fingers, we double tap with three fingers and hold. So when you do that double tapping with three fingers, you need to hold your fingers in place, and that then in turn cuts whatever text you have in the edit field.
This gesture is only going to work when you are in an editor. For example, if I'm using, say, Google Keep Notes or Microsoft Office Word or something to that effect, then once I have text in there, I should be able to double tap and hold to cut upon selecting the text. So first I have to select what I need to cut and then double tapping and holding with three fingers will cut the selected text. I'll demonstrate this by navigating home or simply bringing up my Google Keep Notes from here by using the Assistant. Open Keep Notes. Keep Notes. Search your notes. Edit box. Here I am in Keep Notes. I will now tab on the bottom right where it says New Text Note. New Text Note button. Editing, note, edit box for note body in list. I am now in an edit field, and what I'm going to do is to use my assistant to dictate some text. Capital P, out of list, assistant voice typing. Listening. Hello, and welcome to Talkback Highlights, new paragraph. This is installment 41, new paragraph. I will be demonstrating how to copy or how to select and then cut using the talkback gestures, period. Stop. Voice typing stopped. I just dictated a little text and now put my finger down and hear what I dictated. Editing. Hello and welcome to Talkback Highlights. This is installment 41. I will be demonstrating how to copy or how to select and then cut using the talkback gestures. Edit box, note for note body, in list, window keep notes. There we go. And now whether I wanted to select the whole thing and then cut, or simply select one paragraph for example and cut that off, then we need to invoke the selection mode. If you remember how to invoke the selection mode, we double tap and hold with two fingers to enable or start the selection mode. So now I will double tap and hold with two fingers to enable the selection mode. Selection mode on. I am now on the selection mode and remember at the end of my dictation, my cursor should be sitting at the end of the last word that I dictated. So now I'm gonna change my granularity to say, paragraphs or lines, for example, so that I can select the particular paragraph or lines that I want to cut. So now I'll swipe up and down with one finger till I get to either paragraph or lines granularity. Spoken language. Speech rate. Windows. Links. Controls. Headings. Paragraphs. I am now in the paragraph mode and since my cursor is at the end of my dictation, I will select upward, that is swipe up with one finger upward to select backward through what I just dictated. So I'll swipe up with one finger. I will be demonstrating how to copy or how to select and then cut using the talkback gestures selected. That's the last paragraph since I was navigating by paragraph. And now in order to cut this now, I will double tap and hold with three fingers to cut. Here I go. 
Cut. I will be demonstrating how to copy or how to select and then cut using the talkback gestures. Alright, and now I will stop the selection mode, and that will be double tapping and holding with two fingers. Selection mode off. No text selected. Now I'll put my finger down in the edit field. Editing. Hello and welcome to Talkback Highlights. This is installment 41. Edit box. Note for note body. There you go, and that's how you go about cutting text that has been highlighted or selected in an edit field. So in other words, when you are in an editor and want to cut something that you've highlighted or selected, all that needs to happen is simply tapping with three fingers and holding, and that cuts it to your clipboard. That's it from us, folks, this week. Often, where can people find us? For people to locate us, they can email us with their questions or feedback or comments or recording submissions to contact us at blindandroidusers.com. They can browse our website, blindandroidusers.com. Check out our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash blindandroidusers. Subscribe to our mailing list, blindandroidusers, plus subscribe at groups.io. The links for Telegram and Twitter Clubhouse will be in the show notes with all the other links. So that is it from us this week. We shall see you next week. Shall we say bye-bye to the nice people, folks? Thank you guys so much for listening to us, and we appreciate you guys always. And I want to say bye from my end. Bye to all the nice people listening to the podcast from 81 episodes. Welcome to the Blind Android Users Channel. This is your source for everything Android, tutorials and demos, all from a blindness perspective. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel for more content like this. Mm-hmm.